Hey, welcome Kingdom Real Estate Investors to our Wednesday edition of the podcast show. This is an excerpt from our live real estate show we do every single week with business owners, real estate investors from all over the country. If you're enjoying this and you want to join us every week or see who our next guest is that we're going to be hosting this week, go to thekingdomrei.com forward slash live. That's thekingdomrei.com forward slash live to join us and register and again to see what special guests we'll be bringing on this week. Enjoy the episode. Welcome. Yeah, glad to be on here. How are you, Whitney? I'm doing great. Doing great. Cannot complain. Listen, because our time is limited today, man, I want to get it right in. Let me just share a quick bio about Whitney, and then I'm going to let him give the content today. Here's why I asked Whitney to come on the stage, and Whitney's actually going to be speaking at our in-person event in August. Whitney, I hope you don't – I do this, say this out of love, brother. I think you're an amazing human being. You're the most one of the most genuine, authentic, kind-hearted people I know. You, however, are not the most exciting person on camera or on video you're not going to win an Emmy, you know, for acting or anything. Um, and that's why I love you, man, and love what you're doing and why I always want you to speak to my people. Because I, and I've said this, and I hope you're okay with this. If Whitney can do it, you can do it. Um, and it's because you've built a system and a process and a team that's automated that can you just share what you guys have done just in the last few weeks in terms of how much money you raise and and how many, how, I don't know, was it hours, days? What what actually just transpired two weeks ago? It's definitely not because of my acting skills or, or my good looks. That's the curiosity. <laughs> I didn't talk about your looks. I think you're a very <laughs> handsome person. I just talked about your acting skills. Yes. No, we've been very blessed. And it's definitely not come easy, but, uh, and we'll get into that. But it's, you know, yeah, two weeks ago, I think about what, what you're talking about. We did, we went out for a capital raise, filled up in three hours. How much? Uh, last year we did. It was about 6.6 6 million. Three hours. One email, two Three emails? One. Oh, no. I, we couldn't have got a second email. I mean, it was chaos for three hours so, chaos for like 24 hours but but it was uh yeah three hours it was more than full Whitney when did you start when did you start your podcast show when did you start your podcast show we started I think we launched in like October of 18 okay so 2019 20 so three years essentially right let me guys for those of you who are listening let me Think about this for serious. I need you to answer this question today before Whitney continues. Is it worth it to you to commit to this for three years and see and see low results? But three years from now, you could send one email and raise seven million dollars. Yeah, we raised more than twice that much right. and just or I mean, more. In a few or more, more. more hours or more so, but think yeah. about this for a second guys Whitney was a full-time highway patrolman I believe Whitney you can you can correct me if I'm wrong there but you were full-time law enforcement meaning he recorded all this he was doing all of this while he had a full-time job he had kids a wife and he would do this one day a week and he would work his butt off but he did it for three years and now he can do whatever he wants because he can send one email and raise tens of millions of dollars. Is that worth it to you? Because that's the type of commitment this takes. It's not a, it's, this is not, this is like real estate. It's an asset that appreciates and grows over time and you have to be committed to it. So Whitney, I'm so pumped to have you here, man. I'm so pumped to spend some more time with you. What I want to talk about today 
is the, if you would, of the next 10 or 15 minutes, talk to us about the building this or setting this up as a CEO, as a business, as building your thought leadership platform as a business itself in terms of your team, the automation and your process. That's what I really want to learn from you today, man. Okay. You may have to remind me of that because I get sidetracked pretty easy. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, get off on this stuff. Uh, you know, uh, anyway, no, I appreciate the the kind words and, and just all, also the honesty because it is true. Uh, if you can just buckle down and commit to some systems and processes and really build a great team and you can do this, right? But uh, I, and I want to just say before we get too far in, uh, part of that team I always like to stress is your family. And my wife, uh, I mean, she worked as hard for this as, as I did. And if it wasn't for her and her support, uh, it's, this could not have happened. Uh, just the Lord just really gave us a whole nother level of unity through this whole thing. And uh, just the stamina that we could not have had without him, but, uh, but could not have done it without her. And even knowing how to paint that picture for my children through that time, because it was like, I, I was at home every day, most days, but they knew that they wouldn't see me till like Saturday night or even Sunday. Most, I mean, it's, it seems silly, but it was true. Like I would be in the basement, <laughs> you know, in my little office that long and uh, for, yeah, two, two and a half years before that really changed. And so, but let's go back to the processes and, and some of the systems behind being able to do a daily show. I think that's what you're really asking. I get asked all the time, is it worth it? Is it worth it really, Whitney, to do a daily show? Because so before we started the, the podcast, you know, I was I was betting by doing a daily show and I had talked to I was going to different conferences. I met met with two individuals who I'm sure everyone watching right now would know, like they would know these individuals. And I talked to these individuals, had dinner, uh, just me and this person. And this is two different conferences, two different people that everyone would know. And I told them about the daily podcast and both of them said, Whitney, you're crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's too much work. So normally I'm not one to like get pushed back too easy, you know, about things like that. But considering who these individuals were, it really made me question it. Right. And so I went to my mentor and I'm like, look at this, like these, these two individuals, you know, said that this may not be the best option. And he was like, that's why you have to do it. That's why you have to do it because it's too much work. Right. And so that really helped me to just knuckle, just focus back down and say, okay, I'm going to figure this out. We'll do it. Right. We're going to do it. So we had to commit uh, at a very big level and really burn the bridge in many aspects. And um, I mean, from selling our farm to, I mean, I, we just did numerous things that, that made me commit 100% to this business to where there was just, there was no turning back. I had, you know, knew it took that level of commitment. So at that point, you know, we said, okay, we're going to do a daily podcast. And remember doing a daily show, you know, before we're starting a podcast, just like anyone else that has a podcast, you've reached out to numerous people to say, well, what do I need to know? Right. What do I need to know? I did that. Everybody said, Whitney, it's so much work. I can't get it all done. Can't get the show notes done. I can't do this, whatever. And the thing they all had in common was that they're all doing a weekly show. And so I thought, okay, wait a minute, you know, maybe I should reconsider, but nope, we still buckled down. We still made it happen, but it was about building that team. And so at that time, if I had been doing a weekly show, I would have tried to have done it all myself. I would have tried to have done the audio, the video, the show notes. I would have thought, okay, I can make time through the week sometime to get it done, right? And try to get it done myself, save some money, you know, and, and try to push through. However, doing a week, a daily show, I knew that that was not an option. And I think that was really a blessing. 
I mean, I really believe that that was a blessing because it pushed me to scale. It pushed me to grow much faster than I would have otherwise. Okay. Cause it was not an option for me to do it all myself. So I hired virtual assistants from all over the world. I had to get good at that really fast. I had to learn how to do that very fast. And so, you know, hiring, there's a whole, you know, we could do a whole numerous shows on hiring virtual assistants, but ultimately know, know what you need that person to do. You know, is it, is it task specific? Is it, is it an assistant, like an executive assistant? Cause that's a totally different hire, but I hired somebody that was really good at editing audio. I hired somebody that was good at show notes. I hired somebody else that's good at video. Uh, and I, and then I had somebody else to help me to kind of manage that team. And, and so, you know, when I would go in and I would record like that team knew, and one of them was responsible for just finding guests. Cause you can imagine finding 30 guests, especially when your show is new, it's very difficult. Like nobody knows who you are. Nobody's know, you know, who wants to be on your show. If you don't have any kind of following, you know, no, no downloads to say, Hey, I've got this many thousands of downloads. So uh, a lot of, a lot of people will say, uh, you know, I'll give you some time and then I'll be on that another time. But so it's difficult. So there was somebody that was finding guests that was there almost their whole task was to find guests. But what it did though, they knew that all they had to do, I mean, the biggest thing that person had to do was fill my schedule on my recording days, right? So like Ellis said, I had two days off a month or every other Monday, I was a federal agent at that time. And I, I worked, uh, I was at a three-day weekend every other weekend. And that Monday, my team knew that I had 15 spots for interviews and they needed to fill every one of them, if at all possible, at least 12. Right. And, and it was difficult. It was difficult to get that many at once, but I knew like we called it a marathon day. My, my uh, wife knew it as well. Uh, Chelsea, like we called it a marathon day because not only would I do 10, or 12, at least 10 or 12 interviews. I mean, it's nonstop. It's back to back to back. I stand behind the desk all day long. It's just hard as I can go. And then, but I would also take investor calls. I would also be interviewed on other podcasts. I just, I just knew that that's the way it had to be. And I really think you have to go into it knowing that it's not, you know, don't focus on how much work it's going to be. Like, it was just like, if that's what it takes, then let's just get it started. Right. Let's, let's get it started. And, and then it was, we committed. Right. And so my team knew that we had to book that many shows. And then I would get home in the afternoons as well. And I would have interviews. I would have three to four interviews most afternoons or at least two more afternoons a week at times. And then investor calls or emails. I would even take investor calls from 5 to 7 a.m. I would leave that time block open at that time. I don't now. But, uh, you know, for investors, believe it or not, there's some that will schedule calls during that time. And so it's the mindset. And I know we all hear that. And I heard it when I was first getting into this business. And I thought, ah, you know. I don't want to hear about that stuff. So important. It's like, it's the most important thing. Uh, it's like, what's it going to take? How committed are you? Uh, you know, so we built that team, right? And obviously there's some road bumps there, uh, but we started to automate that process as much as we possibly could, obviously, because we're doing so many, it's very different than four a month, right? Versus 30 a month, or even sometimes 40. I think last September, I did like 78 interviews in one month. Uh, and so could not do that without just an amazing team, right, that has those processes in place. But now people can apply on the show, on the website uh, to be a guest, you know, and then our team knows exactly what to do. But they receive they receive updates and uh, emails and things that's telling them exactly what I need to know to be a good guest on the show. And now we've done over a thousand interviews and just continued to hone and hone and hone. We're actually in the process of making big changes now, even after a thousand interviews uh, to make it a lot better. So Whitney, Wow. There's so much there, man. Like the the sacrifice, by the way, that you had to make to spend your one day off every three weeks to commit to accomplishing your dream. Unbelievable. I'm, that right there is so motivating to me. Um, literally, that that that's going to change the rest of my week right there. So thank you. Um, 
Two, for someone who's getting started in this, who's like, okay, I'm committed. Whitney's convinced me. When you started building your team, did you know all the pieces that you needed or did you get started and say, okay, I need this, I need this? Like how important is it to know what you need on the front hand or just to get started and build it as you go? It's so important just to get started. It is so important just to get started because done is better than perfect, right? Uh, so I often get that question, right? Well, you know, how do I know when I'm ready? I'm like, go start recording some shows, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're going to figure it out because you have to know that your, your first show is going to be just not that great, right? It's just not going to be that great, most likely, unless you've already had, you know, have some history recording and interviewing, and talking to people. But it, your 20th show is going to be so much better than your first, right? And your 30th and your 50th and your, so forth. But you're never going to get there if you don't get started, right? So, uh, and I'll give you a quick story on that. I, I, was, uh, I was also, at the time, I, I was living in a different house. And you could hear everything in our home from one end to the other. This is right before I started to record shows. And my, my boys who were much younger then, but they would train their stick horses up and down the hallway, you know, and I thought there's no way I can record in this house. You know, even if I try to keep them quiet, I could still hear them even from the other end of the house. Oh, there's just no way. And so I, again, I was talking to my mentor about it. I'm like, I'm, I got to go rent a hotel room or I got to go find some other place where I can just record for a day. And he was like, this is what he told me. He has a podcast. And, and he said, he said, Whitney, I interviewed Robert Kiyosaki sitting in my Toyota Camry. And I was like, okay, that's all you had to say. Let's go get this started, right? Let's quit making excuses and let's go get it started. Because those connections, the networking piece behind podcasting is, is the most important piece. Uh, you know, that 10 minutes or so, uh, that's all I could have at that time. Uh, you know, after the interview, five to 10 minutes just to connect with that individual, most important part of the whole podcast, like those relationships, uh, you know, I mean, everybody talks about how your, your net worth is connected to your, your network, right? Well, you know, I've increased that over a thousand people, you know, in this, in this space, you know, over the last few years. So, so you do the math there, however you want to. Yeah. Whitney, I, I can't wait to learn more from you, man. Like there's so many things there about virtual assistants and the processes that we are going to just pull out when we got that day together in, in Texas for our mastermind. I mean, seriously, man, this is what I wanted to get from you today. This idea of team, because we have Michelle uh, Tucker coming on next, who is just a freaking rock star when it comes to uh, exiting your business and thinking about building teams. So this sets us up perfect, man, because I do think like in this day and age, like if you're going to make a commit to content, which by the way, I think you would agree with me, Whitney, like if you want to grow a, a profitable business over the next 10 years and you're not online, you're, you're, you're fighting uphill. Yeah, no doubt about it. You can't be competitive if you're not online and if yeah. you're not producing a ton of content. Yeah. Todd asked how much is too con, how much is enough content? And until people say you are literally uh, you, you're you, and I, no one's ever said that to me, by the way, and there's no way you produce more than Whitney. You produce more than me. Um, <laughs> has anyone ever said, Whitney, you produce too much? Has anyone ever like said, you're so annoying, Whitney, stop making content? Yes. No, they haven't. But some, some people will say, well, how much is too much? And I'm like, how much can you create? Like, yeah, you know, how literally. much? Yeah. I'll tell you how much is too much, Todd. How many times do I open this phone and get on Instagram and scroll through until you see my picture every single time you open your Instagram, that's too much, literally, because that's how quick people forget, right? That they forget your name, your brand, your company. And so literally, like, my goal would be that you open up Instagram, and most people open up Instagram five times, 10 times a day. I want to see, I want to see me every freaking time, or I want to see you every time. And I almost see Whitney every time when I go on Facebook, because that's where he dominates. 
So, um, Whitney, this has been awesome, man. Thank you so much, brother. I want people to make sure they know where to go about your company, um, your podcast show, uh, where can folks go to learn? lifebridgecapital.com. You can email me, Whitney, at lifebridgecapital.com, or you can call or text me, 540-585-4338. We'd love to connect. Whitney, before you go, will you type that in the chat? Make sure you respond sure. to panelists and attendees so that we have your website and put www so it's a hyperlink um, and people can click to go there. Uh, wow. Guys, it's a commit to content. I love, Paul, you're absolutely right. Done is better than perfect. That is literally a core value in our company that I tell my team all the time. They're like, oh, they're like, I'm like, done is better than perfect. Optimize as you go. So like, I'm very picky. I, I want high quality. But when someone says, you know, I want to go back and change, like we'll produce a YouTube video and we had the wrong clip art. I'll tell you what, we actually messed up on uh, Michelle's bio on our website, Michelle, I'm sorry, you can you can scold me when you get on here live. But it's part of like, we're, we'll optimize as we go, we never go back and change videos. If we didn't do something right, we just say, hey, it's content, we'll, we'll fix it on the next one. And so that's, that's that process of like, we just got to create more, we'll get better as we go. Um, so Whitney, thank you, man. Very welcome. My pleasure. Hey, just because the show's over doesn't mean the journey is Listen, if you're a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to thekingdomrei.com to learn about our mastermind. If you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes, then head to ellishammond.com to learn more about that. Cheers. Cheers.